Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we are chatting with a good friend of ours, Hannah Friedhead from Swamp Rat Experience. We're actually going to discuss their upcoming show, Sweet Surrender, by Michael uh, McKeever. It plays at Keanu uh, Recital Theatre on March 10th to the 12th. So right off the hop, in case, you know, people maybe didn't catch her last uh, episode, Hannah, you want to just give a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Swamp Rat Experience. Absolutely. So thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I'm a local theater artist and actor, director, producer. <laughs> I only ever started doing theater since moving to Fort McMurray, and I find the arts community here incredibly warm and welcoming. So I just kind of got stuck and never wanted to leave it. I've I've heard that about it. Is that is how welcoming the uh, the the theater organization, the theater groups, and theater people are just are to their people. It's like a, a tightness uh, group, and and they just draw you in. Because I was going through some of the cast members that you have in Sweet Surrender, and you know some of them have been doing this since ten or eleven. So the atmosphere just draws you in. It's uh, intoxicating. It really is. It's very warm and welcoming. Um, One of my biggest regrets when I do a show is that I can't cast everyone that auditions, Um, which is always, it's always difficult because there's so much talent in this town. It's hard to choose sometimes. Um, But we're more like, we are a tight-knit group in the theater community, but it's that kind of tight-knit where we love seeing new people, new faces, new ideas. I, it's one of my favorite parts about it. And we have some people in the cast that actually didn't start doing theater or acting until later in life. Tammy, who plays Mrs. Osgood, she didn't start acting until she was 54. Oh, yeah. I see. And, and some of the ones I had read, yeah, it was 10, 11. But then, like like yourself, and um, you can always still start fresh and get involved there. And because this is already... So how many shows is this now for Swamp Rat Experience that... Uh, this is our first. Oh, yes! It's super, super exciting. I'm so happy. <laughs> that is very exciting. Wow, that's that's got to be nerve wracking because this this is coming up soon, and I mean, you've put so much effort into it, and it all culminating into this. How do you feel? I feel a million things. The biggest thing I'm feeling right now is excitement and butterflies. A lot of butterflies. It's. Uh, I've produced shows before through theater just because where I used to be the artistic director and I used to work for Keanu Theater as their publicist. Uh, This was before COVID and then COVID happened. So I've been involved in theater for quite a while, but this is the first time it's um, my very own company. Like I started this with my partner, Senan, in 2021. So it's just, it's a little theater baby. And it's happening. So it's and it's all these things right before opening because we open on Thursday. Uh, so it's all these final things that just has to come together now. Like we have the costumes, we have the set is built and painted. Sends down there right now doing little touch-ups. And I'm gonna go down later today and just make the the plants we have look nice and fluffy. And now the actors are gonna go on stage for the first time tonight. We're doing Q to Q, which is basically a rehearsal where we run through all our sound and light cues and make sure because we've never had that in rehearsal. Like when you start a theater rehearsal, it's all actors in their everyday clothing, holding their scripts in a room where the show is not going to be later. 
So this weekend, all these pieces are coming together and hopefully the rest of the tickets sell. <laughs> no, that'll be perfect. So this is going to be, yeah, your chance as well to kind of see fully of what it's going to look like. Uh, that, that's got to be exciting as well. So I want to ask first two things, and that is, first of all, what, it is, what Sweet Surrender is about, and then secondly, why you chose that to be your first one. So Sweet Surrender takes place in 1942, and this is a farce. It's a nod to the classic farces of the 1950s, um, but written very recently. So it's, uh, it's a very modern farce in that sense, only it takes place in 1942. Everything is within this one suite at the Palm Beach Royal Hotel, which is very fancy, very opulent. But everything takes place within this one suite, the presidential presidential suite, uh, where the two largest divas of the day have both descended. They both think they have this suite, and they hate each other with a fiery passion. So it's one of those classic farces where people come on, come off stage uh, simultaneously, a lot of doors, a lot of misunderstandings, and walking in at the wrong moment those kinds of things and it's a fantastically hilarious show and that's why i chose it because it's so funny it's so well written it's so tight and it's just it makes you laugh a lot like i cried laughing the first time i read it and every single time in rehearsal since i have cried a little bit just out of sheer laughter it doesn't matter how tired i've been being up all night with a baby or you know, something is going wrong. Otherwise, in life, you walk in there and you're just laughing. And that's kind of what I, what I wanted to bring to Fort McMurray and Wood Buffalo with Swamp Rat, just that opportunity of sit back and enjoy arts. It's simply arts for the love of it. We're having a good time for remembering to laugh and connect and enjoy. I think we need that right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, given the times, it seems like we're going from one crisis to another in this world. So getting out and having a good laugh is definitely a good time. And I, and, and if anyone does, it's uh, the Sweet Surrender playing at Keanu Recital Theater on March 10 to 12. We're just going to take our first break here in Fort McMurray Matters. And we're going to continue chatting with our good friend here, Hannah Friedhead from Swamp Rat Experience. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, we're chatting with our good friend Hannah Friedhead from Swamp Rat Experience to talk about their very first show coming up this Thursday called Sweet Surrender. It's playing at the Keanu Recital Theater, and it goes from March 10th to the 12th. Um, now, I want to ask you, Hannah, for, for a play like this, it's, it's a period piece at 1942. How has it been running your own show and, and building some of the, these big extravagant sets? Because you, you had said your, your partner is actually there right now, kind of getting the last-minute touches on things. Oh, it's so much fun. That's <laughs> the thing with small independent theater like this, that we all just kind of chip in and help out where we can, like our stage manager and assistant stage manager, Becky and Angela, I've both been doing a lot of the props. I tried doing some of the props, and Becky just looked at me and went, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then she went and did it 100 times better. <laughs> and uh, Sennon is a carpenter. That's uh, his job. 
so he's really good at it. But it was really fun watching him try his hand at something brand new to him. Like he's never done a set before. And it's very different than, say, doing drywall or putting up cabinets or even doing fine woodwork elsewhere. It's very different building a set because it has to look used in a way that it doesn't uh, when it's just your regular home, right? And you have to take into account, like, where are the lights placed? How is this going to work with costumes? Um, And it's some interior design, too. Like, what would it look like in this hotel room? Piano Theatre has been amazing with that because, again, it's Sen and I are running this from our living rooms, living room. So being able to use their prop storage and look at their set pieces has been invaluable. I mean, face it, we can't afford to purchase a new couch and matching chair that looks nice enough to be in a residential suite. So they have been very helpful, even with costumes as well. Uh, that's funny you mentioned that because um, with with sets, you know, like certain items, like you can't like if someone's having a phone, it can't rattle. Like if they pick it up, you don't want people to hear that rattle. Or or like you said, the door can't be creaky, but it has to. Yeah, like all these things that people wouldn't think about, and the weights have to be different than what normally would weigh in real life. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the the trickiness of all these uh, these sets. If you take into consideration, say like you need a rotary phone, they didn't have regular phones or cell phones in 1942 or you know what what the hardest prop piece to find was was plastic martini glasses like it's a you know a glass but you don't want a glass shattering on stage been there done that don't want to do it again and and now you picked a a a time piece in 1942 and and you've been in some uh you know are involved in other plays what has been your your favorite time period to kind of perform in or see performed in, like a modern, like way back when? Most of the pieces I've been in theater tends to set, at least the theater that's created up here tends to be set at least a few years in the past. It usually makes it easier to um, to deal with costumes and, uh, and the general look of things because people recognize a time period that has been more than we recognize a time period that is right now. Uh, smaller, more contemporary pieces, like I've done quite a few one-act shows, and those have just been contemporary because that's more about the story than the time they're set in. But for example, farces tend to be set further in the past because you don't have to deal with technology for one thing. <laughs> I think we're still working on how to incorporate cell phones and all those things into, into a comedy where a lot of it depends on misunderstandings and whatnot and how to even use that on stage in a believable way. Um, but so far, I think... My favorite, a couple of my favorite time pieces must be, I did Run For Your Wife back in 2016, and that was set in the 70s. The script didn't necessarily call for it would be the 70s, but the director made that choice, and it was beautiful. Like, the costumes were amazing. There was this one fella, uh, Mark, he used to work for uh, 100.5 Cruise, actually. And he did some beautiful theater work before moving away. But he was dressed in these bell-bottom jeans and um, what do you call it when it's like a turtleneck, but you cut the sleeves off? <laughs> oh, uh, the turtleneck without the sleeves. I think I think it's called a dicky. Yes, it's a dicky. Yes. He wore a dicky because it was so hot because overall this, he wore like a wool jacket and then big jewelry and these like this hairstyle that was just, it was so much fun. So much fun. Mark, if you hear this, please always wear a dicky when in doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and and that's that's the thing, right? Because some of these, it's not just the sets, but it's the clothes you get to wear as uh, as an actor or anything like that. You you get to have and the vibrant different colors. And because I was, I would imagine that period pieces going too far back, like almost like medieval times. Is that difficult to get costumes and and sets for times like too far, or is there like a a sweet spot between seventies and forties? I've never done anything way back when. Um, I did one show in 20, don't quote me this, 2017, the Spoon River anthology, which was set, uh, we were all dead, was the crux of it. We were all dead on stage and dressed in these ragged time pieces that had been torn and made to look like ghost costumes. Um, So it all depends on your budget more than anything. You can get pretty much any sort of costume pieces, but as long as you have the budget for it. Uh, so it's easier to do something like the 80s even or 70s or contemporary because it would be easier to find those pieces on second hand in a second hand stores or even in your own closet sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, I think my closet is still filled with a few uh, 90s and 80s attire pieces <laughs> that I should get rid of. Uh, we're just going to take our last uh, break here in Fort McMurray Manors, Hannah. But when we come back, we are going to continue chatting about Swamp Rat Experience's first big upcoming show called Sweet Surrender, playing at Keanu R- Recital Theatres. Uh, opening night's this Thursday. You definitely want to go check it out. It sounds like a really fun time. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, I'm Adam Mofas, and we're chatting with Hannah Friedhead from Swamp Rat Experience to talk about their debut show happening this Thursday called Sweet Surrender. It's playing from March 10th to the 12th at the Keanu Recital Theatre. Uh, now, Hannah, I had read on your page that um, some people, uh, they do get discounts. They're getting tickets. Is that still available, or wh- when can they get that? That will be available all the way through. It's uh, You get $5 off for seniors and students, but also for teachers and healthcare workers. What is it you're most looking forward to coming up to the start here? Because I would imagine, are you going to be in the crowd on the, uh, on the 10th? Are you going to be behind the scenes? Where are you watching from? Oh, as a director, as soon as the final rehearsal is done on the Wednesday, on the 9th, my job is done. I'm not allowed to go in and touch and prod and do anything else. It's the final show after that final rehearsal, and the director just takes a very difficult step back and lets uh, the stage manager take over and just keep the show. Because after the final rehearsal, that's your final product. Whatever that is, that's the final product. And the stage manager is there to not just run the show, uh, but to maintain integrity of the piece so that it's the same every night. Let's face it, it's a theater show. Every show is always going to be a little bit different. That's just how it is. That's what makes theater so uh, vibrant and alive, that it's always a bit different. Um, But yeah, on opening night, I'll be do a little curtain speech, and then I'll sit back and just enjoy the ride. It's so, so funny. (laughs) And I want to make a little note, too. I know our opening night is on a Thursday, but this show only runs 90 minutes with no intermission. You can be there for 8 o'clock and still be in bed by 10. That is a good seller, yes. <laughs> and and then um, kind of lastly, before we, we hop out here, how has it been directing this and, and you know, trying to, you know, start this, this, this baby of a new uh, theater group while having an actual baby? <laughs> um, 
as you can see right now, but I do have a few extra grays. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's been a lot of, we've had some amazing support, like both within our relationship. My partner has had a lot of solo bedtimes um, and we've had help from friends that come over and watch him sometimes when we both need to be at the theater. I found that it's not too difficult to still do things as a new mom, but it's more difficult to do things with your partner. Because if you choose to go and do things, one of us tend to have to stay home with the kids. It's so fun, though, to bring your family into the theater. Like I brought, we had, we did some tech work yesterday, setting levels of sound and uh, and lights. And our Miss Diane Perry, who uh, has helped us a lot with our sound design, she also plays one of the divas. Um, she was helping us with that, and she was. We brought Archer, our baby, down. He's eight months now. And he was singing for the first time with her. Very, very, very cute. And it was one of those moments where you see this is a large part of why you do it, watching the next generation just develop this love for the arts and creativity and expressing themselves, even if he's only eight months. I've never heard him sing, but I did yesterday. I might have cried a little, just a little. <laughs> that's okay i can uh, i can sympathize for sure i know my 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 son when he starts doing these things and you're just like oh that just melts my heart <laughs> right how old is your son mine is actually turning two in three weeks oh, oh goodness congratulations is it the terrible twos yet uh yes it is the terrible twos. He is destroying everything he can. Um, before I let you go, Hannah, is there anything you'd like to say to anyone, you know, maybe on the fence or haven't gone to a theater play before or um, they're thinking about going to this? Is there anything you'd like to, to say? Don't, you won't regret it. Just come out and have a good time. Sit back and enjoy. It's such a funny show. I can't emphasize that enough. It's going to make you laugh and you're going to enjoy watching these lovely performers just act their heart out because they do and it's if you want a good laugh come and join us the bar will be open before the show doors open at 7 30 shows at 8 get a little drink sit down sit back and have a good time well fantastic thank you very much for joining me today hannah and i wish you all the best and i can't wait to talk to you afterwards as well to to, to see your what's coming up next Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This is always such a great time. Huge thanks again for Hannah Friedhead from Swamp Rat Experience for joining us today. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. If you missed it and you want to hear more, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com, where a fresh episode of the podcast is uploaded every day. Just click on the news section. I'm Adam Mofus. I will chat with you again tomorrow. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.